0: One, two, three, four. Welcome to Cast of Creators. We're your hosts. I'm
1: Nelson Thal. And I'm Casey Stewart. We have spent our careers in media and publishing. Now we're setting the stage for creative people who inspire us to share their stories. Our guest this
0: episode is Andrew Lovesy, OG influencer and travel blogger, who is now the director of digital and video at Canadian Geographic.
1: Tune in for talk about the early days of social media, pet peeves about bad pet owners, OnlyFans, and a whole lot more. We laughed a lot this episode, and you're going to love it.
0: Welcome. Thank you. Incredible to have you here. I am so thrilled to be here. I'm so
1: glad. It's been so long since we saw you in real life. It's been so
2: long, (laughs) what, like three weeks?
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, actually, but before that... (laughs) No, sorry,
2: I totally, totally ruined It's okay. One.
1: If I it was intended
2: as a joke.
1: I forgot. I forgot.
0: <laughs>
2: now, we were
0: talking about how you two met. Yep. Yes. And uh, Casey was a little foggy
3: <laughs> about it. I was
1: like, how did we meet? Because back a long time ago, you were really on the influencer scene. And yep. so was I. Yep. And we were going to events all the time. And we po- probably bonded over something along the lines of a cocktail or something like that. Yep, sounds about right. <laughs>
2: I mean, like sounds about right. Yeah, I, oh, I think, at, at an event.
1: Yeah, at it was like an, event. I, at I, an event, event but I can't remember what. One.
2: I think Do that, you like the the we met at a bunch of random events but yeah. like never had a like moment to properly connect, but it was like was, wouldn't it have been like Arizona that we would have, oh, like, yes, really that's where it hung was. out? Yeah, no, yeah,
1: I'm that's exactly. I, think I you remember, said that. I no, think you said I was that. talking about we went to Jamaica, but oh, yeah, we did a trip where we did Route 66. And the thing was, it was seven of us, and 75% of the trip was spent in this small van with like five other influencers, <laughs> and I, um. I really bonded with you and your vibe and your energy. And you and I were also the ones who, when everyone went back to their hotel room, we were like, do you want to have a cocktail? Yes. Yeah. Do you want to go to the hot tub? Yes. And remember?
2: <laughs> I totally It do. was
1: right before the um, election because I yes. remember there was a time and you and I pretended we were a couple because it was not a... It was not, it was a, very, not very a very gay friendly no.
2: in small town Arizona along yeah, Route sixty six, I think like one of the like another pair of influencers on the trip. Not that we were there as a pair, no, but like what? there was there was a they, couple. Someone
1: said something yeah, to them and, about being gay. Yeah, then, at breakfast
2: in the motel because yeah. they were all motels on that trip. Yes. It was very <laughs> eclectic lodgings. If I'm yes, yeah, a good way.
1: That's a very positive way to describe the experience. Yes, as eclectic.
2: <laughs> I think that was my first encounter hiking. Like I guess hiking in the wrong direction in America and having someone chase you down off a mountain. With a gun. Yes. That was when I went across from the hotel and I was really? just I turned to the, the the people who were at the hotel and I said, I'm gonna go and hike up that mountain. And I, I you know, I thought that it would be okay. It just yeah. looked like a little mountain. It was
1: it was, I don't um, what was the name of the town? God, I can't remember. I think I probably blocked it out. If we
2: went to so many, I would have there, blocked yeah. them all That's, out.
1: I mean, Route 66 is a cool trip to do, but I mean, I would like to do it top down in a convertible with like one or two friends, yes. not yep. seven. Influencers in a small van for like it was, and it was <laughs> oh, yeah, and it was, that'll, it was that'll seven, change the whole like vibe se- of the trip. It was like yeah. five days, so you'd like yeah. go all day, stop until 8 p.m., and then get up and then go be on the bus again at 8 a.m.
2: Yeah, there it was, it was weird too because we went from like east to west across Arizona and pretty much from I mean, uh, we didn't go south to like Tucson or mm-hmm. anything, but we we went like pretty far north, like reasonably far but not to the Grand Canyon in the Grand Canyon (laughs) State. And then there's this stop on the itinerary and it's like, we're going to take you to the Grand Canyon Caverns. And we're all like, oh my God, this is so exciting. Yay. Until we keep driving and we're like, Hours, like five hours from the Grand Canyon. We're all checking on a map. We're like, we're not going to the Grand Canyon. Yeah, like, where the hell and are we? <laughs> exactly. And we show up and it's a hole in the ground. It's a, literally, literally a cave. Hole. Yeah, a We are in a
1: cave. And yes. I was, was freaking the fuck out of being that far underground. We're in this rickety, like, elevator down, like, five stories underground. And then there's, like, a hotel. There was skeletons. There was a skeleton. Yeah, there was
2: a mammoth skeleton. Ooh, so wow. like a mammoth had fallen down this crevasse, I guess, like tens of thousands of years ago. And or, uh, when did mammoths live? I should I probably know. know this given you where should. I work. I know. Shh. Probably a good guess.
3: <laughs> yeah, please, please don't
2: guess. air that question well, or answer. But um, <laughs> no, you like take this like 300 foot <laughs> rickety mine shaft elevator down. And it's like was only a few people at a time that could go down. There was only one way down and up. No cell phone service, nothing down below. And it's like stalagmites and stalactites. And like, it was just like a full-on cave with a bed in the middle. Because
1: you could rent it as a hotel room if you were really keen to sleep in a cave. Oh, I was like, I was freaking out. I was like, I can't do this. I was first one to get out of there. Yeah, I was like,
0: out yeah, bet. <laughs> it reminds me of that class that got stuck couple of years ago, <laughs> the water <laughs> <Yeah>. came in <laughs> and they, go, they couldn't get out of there.
1: That's probably why I was scared.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm not a fan of going down <laughs> too deep into caves. No, it's not no. for me.
1: If no. my phone doesn't work and it's too far down, <laughs> I, can, I can't get out. I'm freaked out.
2: Key part of that sentence was if my phone doesn't work. Yeah. Well,
1: another. Yeah. And we we did a trip to Jamaica, which was also fun. But so it was fun. like very much. Um, that's kind of how we met because we were really on the influencer circuit. Scene. Yeah. yeah. Circuit. And uh, I was curious, like um, now with your job, what's your relationship? Influencer. Are you kind of maybe like me, like Dipping out a bit, or yeah,
2: I mean, great question. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like to call
1: it influencer retirement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: relaxing. We don't yeah. influence anymore. I'm we just, just be.
1: I'm just living life. <laughs> exactly. In the words no, of the Kardashian. Um,
2: <laughs> I,
0: I think <laughs> on that, this podcast that I've yeah. put a lot of work into it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: No.
1: But this is like, this This is so much more fun for me than like, I'm not doing like, you know what I mean? I'm not oh, like. Oh, I do know. You're, what you mean, you're influencing, you're making a honey.
2: Joke. You can be in denial that you're retiring, yeah. but you're like one of those people who become a snowbird and then end up taking <laughs> you <laughs> onto the ride at Disney World. They're like, I cannot retire. Maybe that, I yeah. mean, there could be some. Horrible social inequity issues no. behind why they're working. So I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> don't take this out <laughs> of context, to any of the viewers, please. No, no. But like Snowbirds, still sometimes work. Yeah. yeah so. I just mean
1: like from the horrible analysis. I mean from and the, it goes great from okay. the product placement and more. Um, you know, doing things I find that are more meaningful yep. and where that bring me joy, like my work with Hover and Nelson and. You know, helping to build the app and doing this podcast brings me so much joy. And if this can influence people in a positive way, I feel really happy about that versus the like.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sign up for Post-its. My name's Casey Stewart. I use these every day.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. You should see the discount on Bell Gigabit
0: Gigabit internet.
1: <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, have That's your amazing. have has, has your relationship, I mean, with like posting social stuff I, changed?
2: I mean, one look at my Instagram right now would answer that question. <laughs> yeah. I've been on a bit of a hiatus. And yeah. I think it's it's honestly, it's just that. I've it's not that I've fallen out of love with social media. It's weird. Once it becomes your job. You're either with it or you're not with it. And like, there's like just these moments where I have so much going on in my life right now that I used to be all about, let me post this. I want this to be a content moment. I Mm -hmm. can share it. Like people are going to like this. And now I'm like, do they care about what I'm doing (laughs) on a Tuesday afternoon? Like I'm on a freaking Zoom meeting for yeah. like four hours some days. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think people care about that. And I'm like not going to Instagram my keyboard or my coffee cup. So yeah. I've been like, I think the pandemic kind of brought it on yeah, because I think so. the influencer life was like real and media in general. Yeah. Excuse me while I like clear myself. I'm <laughs> yeah, drinking no. wine, folks. Um, <laughs> uh, and so I, yeah, like I think that the pandemic has kind of brought on this like either two types of people like there's the people who are have become a little bit more lonely and isolated and they're all over social media and then it's also caused people to like take a moment and reevaluate the relationships in their life whether it be with technology or people and I think that in that along the way I kind of like slowed down on social media because it became a bit of a a chore to plan the content to work through things and Like I I have an agent and I still work on like custom campaigns and things. And even that has become like, almost anxiety inducing because now it's like, oh, uh, my agent calls me and says we're, we're looking at this campaign and I'm like, I haven't posted in four weeks. Oh my God, my engagement is going <laughs> to be so low. One. What are they going to think of me when I pop up and I'm like, ha by buy this. Yay. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's not genuine and that's right. not yeah. who I am as a person. So yeah. then I get like stuck in this cycle mm-hmm. where I, I want to post, but then I'm like, even today I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to do a whole story series about coming to the Cover studio for this podcast. And like, then I'm just like in a meeting, in a meeting, in a meeting. Yeah. And then I'm standing outside and I like did a little story so that I can do all of this after the fact. Yeah. That's what life is now. It's not yeah. Instagram, it's, it's yeah. yesterday, Graham. Yeah. And <laughs> so, like, there's these problems where, like, you're just like faced with a time crunch or pressure. And like, I, yeah. So long way of answering your yeah, question. no, no it's but, good though. No, I, yeah. This, I think it is really like, I think it's a, As with all relationships, you have to you have to contribute to to the relationship. Like it's a partnership with yourself, more than it is a partnership with the internet or a brand or whoever you're working with. Because if you don't value what you're putting out, and if you're not really genuinely connected to it, it will show, and then people people won't. They can see through it. You're
1: like, (laughs) "Eh." yeah. I find if you're you you say there was a point where I was like a full time influencer and. I would like, I need to help pay the mortgage. So I'd be like, okay, I'll do this campaign. And trying to create that content is so hard because you're like, you're taking pictures and you're like, you can see through your face and your dishonest eyes that it's like, You're not into it. And it's really, really, really hard.
2: Um, Yeah. I was going through a breakup and had to post campaign imagery (laughs) where I'm like smiling and encouraging people. And I was heartbroken. Like my, I was dying inside and there I am contractually obligated to get something up by a certain date. And it doesn't matter what's going on in your life. That's your job now. It's, you know, if a doctor has a surgery and they're the only surgeon who can do the job, if they bail someone, like that's someone else's life that's affected but it's like only your life affected yeah. when you're the social right. media influencer I mean unless you have a, an ad agency on the other side being like where's your content <laughs> so like it can happen
1: See, he does the voice when he talks I about yeah, no, was, no, I, Nelson like, right. was making fun of me because I'm like <laughs> no, I'm like,
2: <laughs> it's oh, like, oh, like,
0: well it is a different <laughs> one but I wasn't making fun of you I did Plenty of voices I slip into.
2: Oh, further background on like Casey and I's trip to Mm -hmm. Arizona. I'm pretty sure like you have this screen sharing capability. So if we wanted to, we could share (laughs) some Snapchat memories from my (gasps) vault. Of We went to wax museums and many, I mean, we were in like, and excuse me for saying this, I'm I'm gay, so I'm just going to say in buttfuck Arizona. <laughs> and like, we're going to these little like Western wax museums that are just atrocious. And I like, I mean, not atrocious. It's history. I, I love that. But, but at the I mean, same this, time, the, um, the content was not real. It was very... Um, Grade school wax museum, let's right. call it. Right. It's like I used paper like mache Vegas. and a resin mold from yeah. one person oh. to do all the people. And so we had to have fun. And we were
1: tired.
2: We were tired. And so we went through the museum and we just voiced every single person in the museum. We created backstories. I have some pretty good yeah, ones. Yeah,
1: it was honestly, it was like one of the I I've bet. never had a better museum experience. I'm here to get my dinner. <laughs> 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 I'm just um, a baby. Where's you, my mama? <laughs> oh, <laughs> narrating
0: the we actual figures, the, figure oh, yeah, the whole museum. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And, <laughs> have you seen my wife?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Can we just take it in that if I replayed these, those are almost identical to what she said yeah, on the man. day five I was years really ago. Really into it. It
1: was so fun.
2: Five pl- no, like six or a oh, god. I'm aging us here but like six years ago yeah, seven years yeah. ago yeah because Jamaica was five years yeah. ago
1: actually to is... this day we were in Jamaica at Rick's Cafe I yeah. got it up in my memories this morning and I thought oh, wow. how perfect is that yeah did that's did you perfect. jump off the cliff <laughs>
2: <laughs> I didn't either. I'm a scaredy cat. Uh, no way in the water. Pay
1: me. Um, <laughs> 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 I was like a lifer. That <laughs> so just came out of nowhere. I'm like, I.
2: No, at Rick's Cafe, no, the no, famous no. cliff jumping place where no. the man like <clears throat> climbed up the post and like jumped from a hundred feet off of this like flagpole and like dives into. This Water. tiny little basin in the sea, but it's like waves coming in. Like, no. if, if you jump the wrong way, it's crushing you against the rocks. So, like, not really the best thing to have at a bar. I'm sure somewhere there was a legal disclaimer, but, like, it's Jamaica. What happens in Jamaica? Stays I'm in
1: Jamaica. too concerned about the...
2: And <laughs> if you die.
0: Yeah,
1: the face, the teeth, the limbs. Yeah. yeah. Um, no.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're not a professional cliff jumper.
1: <laughs> I prefer to sit. And lounge and have a cocktail when I'm on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> but was cliff diving is not for me. <laughs> no. no.
0: So before you were at Canadian Geographic, mm. you were a full-time
2: influencer? Yeah, kind of. And how'd you get into that? Oh, gosh. Yeah. How did that happen? You had a um, blog. I had a blog, so I I started my career in acting, um, and was clearly—I mean, you don't hear of me as an actor, so like clearly nothing happened <laughs> under your present name. Yes, under my <laughs> present name.
3: <laughs> what kind of acting? Uh, yeah, yeah, you know.
2: um, and uh, and um, so. Gosh, I'd be so much more famous if I could tap into that stream. <laughs> it's the joy of working for a nonprofit. Yeah. You can't can't venture into the realm of only fans. <laughs> <Yeah>. but, um, <laughs> but I mean, uh, yeah. To answer your question, I started as an actor and quickly, you know, was disenfranchised with it all and started working at a casting studio.
3: Is that
0: an Arrested Development?
3: I think, I think it is <laughs> actor.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah, it's
3: Tobias. It's Tobias.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love that.
1: (laughs) I love that show.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Not the final, final season. Everyone before that one. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite. I don't know what they were smoking on the fucking Truth.
2: Truth. (laughs) Truth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, I like, I. Left the acting film world um, and kind of cycled through all these jobs and landed in PR, which somehow got me into a a job in the media. um, And I started as an intern at Canadian Geographic. Then left and worked for Flair, the fashion magazine, for a while, and that's kind of I think, I where, think we where we started first kind of start interact, to be friends. yeah, yeah, like fashion week stuff, yes, and, yeah, and Tiff and things. Oh, and, yeah, the olden yeah.
1: days. I know, right?
2: <laughs> when you could still go no, out until was, like... like
1: fashion week and Tiff are not the same as they used to. No, be, but... no, no, no,
2: no, oh. no, definitely not. And like back especially then, especially now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now it's, it's like, vroom, wom, yeah.
3: Wom, yeah.
2: like, but Tiff no. Day, yeah, Tiff Day. <laughs> yeah and I mean back Maybe then we could also like go out until 4am from event to event to event cuz you know those stupid Tiff parties are all just PR <laughs> moments and I say stupid just broadly cuz I No I'm because we asshole, went but, but we
1: were literally hit like <laughs> four parties yeah. in a night and then get up and like I don't know what kind of jobs we had I don't feel like they were real <laughs> jobs we, and then the next night we do the same exactly. thing Exactly it was at a the end of rotate. the week I'd be like I'm dead <laughs> <laughs> like a, literally like a corpse. Exactly.
2: And like, I don't have that energy.
0: And you were course. working at the PR agency through this period.
2: Um, Flair. Started at Flair oh, started in at Flair. period. Okay. Then I left Flair and I started at a, another PR agency, a travel PR agency. Okay. And that was when I started kind of realizing like I, at Flair, I had started like trying to build a travel brand within Flair. But I mean, it was a fashion magazine. Yeah. It wasn't going to be a travel magazine right. anytime soon. Right. Right. Um, so I worked at a travel PR firm and It's <laughs> just the like, stuff you bring on a trip I the know <laughs> You bring
0: leave anything to get away and travel exactly. <laughs> How
2: can I get out here? How
0: again? to pack for a tropical vacation. <laughs> Imagine if you lived in a tropical place all year round.
3: What would you wear? Take your
2: family to the island that inspired this Chanel resort collection.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. um, but no, that was yeah, that was I mean the extent of where that was going with flair and so I got to a travel PR firm. That was, you know, a moment. And uh, then like, while I was there, I started a travel blog and it, uh, it started getting a lot of traction. And I had some stories that like, I mean, it was the early days of SEO, right? So I somehow lucked into really good SEO on a number of stories that like pushed it out and made it go viral. Like I remember the first story that brought in like a million plus people to my website was, Gap was doing like a baby bat Gap baby. Wow. <laughs> Taking that back for a second. So Gap was doing like a baby Gap casting campaign where they were looking for like the next child model. And I got, I remember through working at Flair, I had great contacts in PR at Gap and they sent me the yeah. release and I'm like, we're a travel blog, but like I have a fashion and style sections, so like I'm going to run this in it. Yeah. And I ran it, but I, ended up being like the first person to run a story on it and because of that and good SEO I outranked like Vogue, Cosmo, wow. every every major publication out there that covered it. I outranked them and when you just go- searched baby gap competition my website was even outranking like the gap entry page for the wow. thing which was wow. just weird. It just people were sharing it because that was the news that happened and it like blew my website out of proportion. What was the name of the site? It was called Travel About. It's weird. I like I it's bittersweet and knowing that it's, it doesn't exist anymore. And that like the URL, I, I just like folded it all and like relinquished the URL and some like travel agency or something purchased the URL right away and like redirected it to their, to their company. Well, that was a
1: valuable piece of of real estate on the internet.
2: Yeah, exactly. And so yeah, (laughs) and through that work though, I think not being with a media company because I started kind of my relationship with influencer work while I was at flair like I would have brands that were advertisers with flair trying to reach out to me to do sponsored content and then my ability to accept it was actually determined by rogers so like I was I was asked to host a, a live twitter chat the pay was really good by like a major beauty company, I won't name, but yeah. um, it was happening during the Oscars, and the, Rogers had sold a brand sponsorship for the Oscars being aired on TV to a, a competitive company, oh, and they said, "You can't. You're an this. employee of us. You can't compete mm. with this and and mess up our deal." And so I had to end up turning it away, and that was kind of like the realization for me that being on my own would allow me the freedom to yeah. to take on these brand partnerships. And so I under travel about, I mean, teamed up with like American Express, Samsung, Air Miles, yeah. a bunch of different brands that yeah. I think we kind of interconnected on.
3: Yeah, we on
1: went to at, that pop-up, Air yeah, Miles pop-up yeah, The
2: Air Miles pop-up, yeah. And um, were you at the the Gordon Ramsay dinner? Y- I, no. Okay. I was Nelson. at the Maddie Matheson one. Oh,
1: I was uh, there. With, oh. Was that with
2: Viceland? Land?
1: Yes,
2: was
0: that at Cold No, I remember one that was with a credit card company.
2: Okay, how much has Maddie Matheson got around? Talk about the town bicycle. It seems (laughs) that there are three different (laughs) events and everyone's had a ride.
3: He's (laughs) really popping.
1: He's He's really really working. I just saw that he has a farm as well. Uh, Well, that was the first
2: time
0: I'd ever heard about him or seen him at this event. And it was a... um, and like an Amex Blue event, or some mm, yeah. some like credit card that was trying oh, to do like Kobol? a millennial, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some some yeah. like <laughs> that's your millennial card. card. This is and, not uh, sponsored. I had never no. seen him before. All I <laughs> knew that Ramsey was <laughs> hey, doing man, one of it. them because you didn't know who was going to pop out. Yeah, yeah. But I knew Ramsey was doing one of them, which obviously you know I would have liked to have seen Ramsey, but he popped out and he started swearing. He's him.
1: like
3: fuck and, that's
0: and, and <laughs> like. Talia, my wife, for anybody listening, my wife. Um, <laughs> <Love her. laughs> Shout Italia out to Talia yeah. is like not a big listener or set talker of swear words. No. And we looked at each other and we went, oh my gosh, this is quite something like Amex. <laughs> you wow. got us in this, this den um, of <laughs> plenty of <laughs> words, plenty him. of new words. And, um, but it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Um, we ended up having a you know decent meal, but we had a fun time. Yeah. So it was great. But that was the first time I saw him, and then since then I have watched a bunch of his, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, the YouTube show he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget oh, the gosh. one that I'm talking yeah. that I'm thinking of, but um, and he's we'll uh, put it uh, entertaining and fantastic. Yeah, yeah, we'll put it up. We'll on post screen. it on hover. Yeah, we'll have it. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. The I just got his cookbook hover, actually for my birthday from Sean.
2: Also, soon to be featured on Hover. Yes, he yeah. got a cookbook. His cookbook? yeah,
1: his cookbook. Sean got it for me because he's like, "Here's a lot of meals you can make me." <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sounds so like, like someone a, doesn't spend so, too much no, I time do, in the I, kitchen. I <laughs>
1: do every I make all the like I make most of the meals, not all the oh. meals. For the, if he's listening, um, <laughs> but I do make a lot of the meals. Like he got the air fryer, and I use it a lot. The instant pot, I use a lot. I like to barbecue. Okay,
2: not to interrupt this conversation, but like there's a very important elephant in the room that is named Air Fryer. Oh, and, Nelson's uh, the king. Okay, oh, so yeah. I've never used one and I'm still trying to figure out like, what's the deal with the Air Fryer? The is best. it as do you, good as Do you have one?
3: No. Oh, oh
0: okay. No. Um, <laughs> You know what?
2: We have the Philips XL Air Fryer. Wait, like Philips? Like what, the Philips?
3: Yeah, the, the Philips. One. Oh, that's
2: dangerous.
0: Which was generously gifted to Talia. Mm. And we have enjoyed it thoroughly. So much so that we rarely use the oven a lot of the time. I
1: prefer the air fryer over the oven as well. But I'll tell
0: you, if you buy frozen fries and you pop them in that air fryer, you'll be happy. And um, I do a lot of reheating of rotisserie chickens that I buy in the air fryer. Yeah. And they crisp up. To the point that you'd think that they were deep deep fried. Like <laughs> you leave it in there. It's really crunchy. Oh, and I do wings do in there. So I totally recommend it. And then another appliance that was a bit of a sneak attack, good appliance. Cause I had heard of them um, before was the instant pot. The I'm instant obsessed. pot. Like what you make rice in? No. Well, you can make a lot of stuff. is
1: <laughs> It is a, it. Is a, it is like an eight in one. All, we have one for the house and the cottage. I love amazing. it that much.
0: Oh yeah, too. Do. I doubled up on the instant pot. Yeah, Bot. it's good. The instant Bot's good. Yeah, and I, I got, I, um, I one day I decided. I'm to, podcast yeah, right yeah, now. One day,
3: yeah, Soon to be we sponsored to by the door, all the greatest Yeah, we greatest come to the door. Brands. Come
0: to the door next week, and all these appliances are there. Um, but I ended up going on a bit of an appliance bender yep. with my scene points. Oh, <laughs> <What> I <is this? laughs>
2: <Okay. laughs> fast so. forward to Nelson just like throwing out <laughs> Honestly,
1: those scene points <laughs> that's what it was like <laughs> also and available for sponsorship uh, yep. yeah exactly.
0: <laughs> so I um, got Talia an ice cream maker because we've always wanted an ice cream Ooh. maker I like, thought it would it be good for like, Ariel, a, for like an sorelleys. electric one or yeah, is it... it's a you know pretty big like a bowling ball bag size <laughs> <laughs> ice <laughs> like, cream maker maybe taller <laughs> and you can make sorbet and ice cream and other wow. things in it. Okay. So that was something I bought. And then the other thing that I bought that I've always wanted was like a really professional orange orange juice oh. maker. Something that you don't have to touch every peel yeah. with your hand. Like
2: the like machine where you just drop no, all the oranges short of that, into, I wish. Okay, okay. I know, right? that would that be amazing.
0: amazing. <laughs> okay, that would be amazing. No. With the wheel. And it's I mean, like, so <laughs>
2: like how you go like, like, like the, the European yeah.
0: grocery store and you put them in. <laughs> yes, and they, yeah.
1: exactly. Yeah. Yes, that's amazing. I think
0: Whole Foods might have oh, it okay. too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You'd have to get that like from a, the president's choice supplier of yeah. independence. independent just You
2: need to find the factory that manufactures mm-hmm. them and get one of those. But so this yeah, one so is like, one. it's got a lever <laughs>
0: that, that actually cups the, you just have to cut, cut the orange in half. Okay. Fantastic. Uh-huh. And then mm-hmm. the other one I dabbled was the Instant Pot I bought. Okay. And I've done a bunch of good stuff in it. Really? Because I pressure so- cook short ribs in it and I sous vide in it.
1: And then you and probably- Sterilize s- bottles. Um, pressure, pressure cook the <laughs> like ribs. baby and bottles?
0: That's amazing. <laughs> it's a sterilizer too. It's so funny. It does like, it is a jack of all trades. It's amazing. Actually, it's, it's kind of a master of all yeah. trades. <laughs> yeah. But yes, yeah, so that one was good. And then the other one I've got, a George Foreman smokeless grill was like a kicker. I needed like, you know, 7,000 points. I yep, had, yep. So I had to ditch them on a George Foreman grill. <laughs> and- um, and <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. you have to find something that was kind of cheap, yeah. and um, but the grill. Uh, Brandon Olson's coming in for a podcast. The and chef, uh, yeah. the chef. Yep, yep. And we're going to. It's going to be one of the grills we're that we gonna have here. We're going to grill the right on the podcast. <laughs> that's amazing. So it's a
2: perfect. Can one I come for in that. and watch? Yeah, just you can yeah, come you in and can, watch we that we one. Got like, I'll, I'll even I... stand. Yeah, like, right here. somewhere. you can just give me a screen. have an audience. Oh, there is an
1: audience.
2: Amazing. For those of you who have not seen the room in detail, it's quite amazing, this Thank studio. You.
1: Thank quite you. Quite amazing. Thank you. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
2: So, yeah.
0: So, the fryer is good. I'd, I'd recommend yep. the fryer. Okay. Um, so, then influencing, <laughs> doing, your, doing <laughs> yeah. your influencing Oh, thing.
2: yeah. Sorry. This podcast is not your just travel, about Instant pod. Doing <laughs> your
0: travel yeah. influencer stuff. Yes. Yeah,
2: yeah. No food influencing. You'd no, think, no, think I'm doing. I'm quite a picky eater. Mm. I mean, yeah. Casey's traveled with me. She yeah. saw how much I ate breadsticks at the. No, buffet. I'm the same as you because <laughs>
1: yeah. I I'm not you picky. Do I do eat just,
2: breadsticks. Oh, like oh, No, because we'd, really?
1: be like, we'd be like, I don't like opposite. that. I'm like this we, bacon we is similar. too fatty. Because I was like, mm, <laughs> I don't like that. They're like, here's your elaborate blah, 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 like all these <laughs> fancy things, and I'm like
2: yeah <laughs> I'll have breadsticks
1: yeah. <laughs> can I That's have some him? more butter
2: yeah. <laughs> he, yeah he was
1: Harry Potter with a long bread I really was
2: I carried these breadsticks to the room like I was bringing them from the buffet to the room and like wow. Wingardium wow. leviosa my way yeah. to the room it was it was a spectacular trip yeah, I must say but um yeah to building able to eat just breadsticks like that. Yeah. I don't know what that is. No, like. no, I pay for it now. So I've like, now <laughs> I, you know, seem like you do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I like visibly might not, but like acid reflux and like oh, stomach. And yeah, yeah, not good. Now invisibly. It's like invisibly. Yeah. yeah. At, at three in the morning when you wake up and you're like, why do I feel 60? Ah. Yeah. And <laughs> it's, um, yeah. it's the breadsticks. It's <laughs> the breadsticks and the sugar. I really and like candy wine. too mm. and the wine. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have it with cheese, and an acid and complete yeah, the protein, yeah. then it's actually hard. I've, I've been taking a little bit of a nutrition course oh, trying cool. to fix my pickiness. And um, cause it's like, it's almost like a food aversion. Like I'm afraid yeah. of certain things. Like I have never eaten certain fruits or vegetables. Never, ever in my life. Oh, like, like what? wow. Um, yeah. Name, name, let's play a like game. Like mango. Name, no. What? Never tried a mango. Um, in pa- my oh, that papaya? first
1: of all, good, I have
2: good first guess.
0: Okay. Well, because a lot
1: of people um don't eat uh, are allergic have allergic to are allergic to mango, or it makes their tongue feel funny, or oh. they don't eat it. Um, so papaya.
2: So I bought a papaya because my friend Sarah, birds yeah, birds papaya, Just stared and it down. <laughs> I know. I got it home, and my partner was like, "You know, I really don't think you're gonna eat that, and it's really not like." A place or a season to buy papayas. And I'm like, (laughs) oh, so I'm going to have like a mealy papaya as my first bite. So then I get in my head, never tried a papaya as a result. But yeah. Passion fruit? Nope.
1: Oh my God. I've had passion fruit high chews. And I feel like whenever I say (laughs) passion fruit, it's like my granddad in New Zealand had a passion fruit tree. So I don't say passion Uh, fruit. I'm like passion fruit. Because that's like how my parents say it. yeah, yeah. Passion fruit.
2: (laughs) Um. I've yeah. tried a bite of a dragon fruit, which oh, I didn't mind. That's kiwi. the white one with the the black dots, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Kiwi? Okay. Um, can't
1: say I have Some people kiwi. also don't have kiwi because it makes their tongue hurt. It's like you have to, um, like pine- pineapple, for example, some people.
2: I've never tried pineapple either. You
1: know, one of the things that might, if you do decide to try pineapple, um, when you cut it, wash it in salt water first, because uh-huh. that will make, a, sometimes you can get a tongue sore if you don't wash it in salt water first.
0: Wash the pineapple.
1: Yeah, wash Freaky. the pineapple in. After yeah, you've skinned it. it? No, so like cut, cut it uh-huh. up and then soak it in salt water and ah. then eat it because it's mm. like, think about a pineapple, how you would eat it if you lived by the sea. You would like, you know, like it's like cast
2: away. Now, You're in
1: castaway. You're now
2: question for you, the pre-cut pineapples that come in the plastic <laughs> jar with the liquid in it. Is that salt water? Am I safe to just <laughs> um, eat it? Yeah,
1: like those ones. My partner
2: always has one like rotting in the back of our fridge and I have to throw it out every now and then.
0: But I
1: like, if I don't, I can't eat a pineapple because it's like, it makes your tongue hurt.
0: Oh, and okay. Then, so that yeah, doesn't I sound that. like it's for me. I can't eat eggplant because of that. Oh, and it's a similar thing to get to solve the eggplant as you salt it.
1: I don't uh-huh. use the eggplant emoji, and I don't like eggplant.
2: <laughs> <laughs> stay away
0: from both. Yeah, of
1: them. I stay yeah. away from eggplant. <laughs> no eggplant for me.
2: No eggplant. No, I just for don't her. like it. Yeah, I've um. Uh, We've recently started these good food boxes, and then we I tried Hello Pat, Fresh and Chef's oh, Plates. Nice. All of them. All of them should be part of this podcast. I um, love cooking food. But, I, I mean, <laughs> just throwing it out there. But they helped me kind of come out we of my a box. need bigger fridge. Yeah, you really will. <laughs> <laughs> we
1: also need a fridge. Yeah. Bigger fridge. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Samsung makes fantastic fridges. <laughs> In all honesty, my icebreaker has been broken for the past oh. six months. But other than that, mm. the fridge is
0: lovely. We... um. Uh, a couple of years ago, we got a one of those Samsung fridges with the big touchscreen. Oh my okay? goodness! And the funny thing is, it um, it's connected to our Wi Fi. Yeah. So it's at, at at our family cottage, and um, my dad will always leave the door open. Okay. Mm-hmm. So every now and then, I get a text out of nowhere at like three a.m. <laughs>
1: It's, it's the been, fridge.
0: The fridge door has been left open. Oh my God. Know?
2: That's amazing. So dad. I
0: called dad. I said, dad, are you, a, you're eating or, you know, three thirty four
2: 4.00 a.m.
0: Food <laughs> <Big laughs> shame. <He's> a, uh, <laughs> but his hours are they're crazy. Yeah. They've yeah. always been a bit crazy.
2: his <laughs> hours. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Gosh, where were we, everyone? I'd love okay, to
0: okay, to we well, so you're thinking about getting the air fryer. Getting the no. air fryer. So you're I getting the one. air
2: fryer for your condo, house, house.
3: where? Yes, house? where are you yeah. living now? Yeah, so,
1: Well, you don't, not exactly, but <laughs> generally. Yeah.
2: I mean, well, like, you know, I can give you my address if you want to come with pitchforks. no problem, <laughs> Or but, an uh, air fryer. <laughs> or an air fryer, yeah. I do accept deliveries. <laughs> yeah. Um, I uh, I used to live in like right around the corner here yeah. at One Bloor, like that 75-story yeah. monstrosity. Um, oh, wow. The so you just
0: recently moved. I that's recently kind moved. of new.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I, so I moved last year in the kind of height of the pandemic because yeah. A, the condo building hated my dog and mm-hmm. B, um, uh, they had a weight uh, a weight discrimination situation where if you had a dog over a certain size, you couldn't have it in the building. How big's your dog? She's a Doberman, so like she's big. Oh yeah, wow, she's pretty big. yeah, she's big, big but dog. she's sweet, and she had lived in the building for many years, like three years. By the time that the problem happened, so we ended up like I mean, saying, that's weight
1: discrimination. Yeah, it's
2: weight discrimination. What's the weight limit? Thirty pounds. Oh, now, that's small. That's small that's and. Small.
1: Like, let's let's just,
2: like, pull that one back. My dog never barked, bit, or did anything other than, like, make people happy and lick Mm -hmm. them while it lived there. Meanwhile... I, myself personally, my partner and three of my friends had been bit by little dogs in my building. And there were two little dogs that had full on not been in leashes in our lobby, ran across the lobby and attacked my dog, literally like hanging off of my dog. And we had to like take, their owner had to take the dog off. And my dog (laughs) didn't even do anything. Not even a peep. My dog was standing there while a chihuahua was hanging off of her shoulder, not even growling. And like, they ended up, Going after my dog, so a little bit of a sensitive subject. <laughs> let, me you, let me ask you
0: this: as a dog owner, okay? yeah. So I've noticed that cultural, uh, the general culture, has been pretty relaxed at where these dogs go to the bathroom, like where they pee. And I feel like over the last couple of years, it's getting like it's a total free for all out yep. there. Yep. Like, whereas I used to think, okay, you'd take, you'd look for a patch of grass or you'd go off to the side. Yes. Now it's like people are letting their dogs on like stairs and on like right in the middle of the sidewalk. (laughs) And it's like, they're proud of just this freedom of just letting them go wherever they want to go. And it's right now they need to go right now. And a lot of the times it's a dog that you can easily, you know, move with a leash a little bit. Exactly. So I don't know why. Cultures like everybody socially has been. Very it's entitled
2: wokeism, sure. is what it is. That it's, it's too, insidious, too way too much. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it's yeah. In, it's very entitled. Yeah, it's my dog is my human, and it can relieve itself wherever it wants. However, if you see a mentally ill person defecating on the sidewalk people make rash snap decisions and say oh that's horrible and it's like they they don't even have the the mind to you're holding your dog right. you are able to command your dog to right. go somewhere else i mean there's emergency situations yes but like i was just in los angeles which you know is not a city that people draw or walk around in it's a city that people who live there drive in yes oh, yeah. and So when I went up to like hike Runyon Canyon and stuff and quite frankly, anywhere that we walked, because unlike most tourists, we were the weirdos who literally walked all of Los Angeles. And I'm talking when I say walked all of Los Angeles, we walked from like Hollywood all the way to mm-hmm. Century City. Oh, wow. Yeah, like
3: all wow. the way in 30 degree weather. Three level. hour yeah, walk. Yeah. It
2: was very long. Yeah, we were going like very long ways. We walked from Santa Monica to Venice, like <laughs> we walked all over. That's like, what we I'd have doing. to do
0: if I was liberal with the breadsticks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd be walking. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, I mean, you carry the breadsticks with you. You got to yeah. get that energy, yeah. <laughs> the carb conversion, Um, <laughs> my anti keto <laughs> diet. But um, so, yeah, so like in California, though, it was worse than Toronto. And like, I used to live at Young and Bloor as I mm-hmm. was like going about in a very long way of saying, but like at Young and Bloor, my dog had nowhere to pee. There were the little flower beds along Bloor Street, which like they change multiple times a year as the seasons come. There's like, you know, landscaping companies who come and switch the flowers with the season. So there's there's actually people who have to come and put their hands into that soil. So I would feel bad allowing my dog to... S- get up into the flower bed and pee or poo. Mm-hmm. So I would drag my dog or sprint from the front door of my condo all the way to the back of the Toronto Reference Library, which like for those of you who don't live yeah, in Toronto no, it's, is like...
1: pretty far. Yeah. Pretty
2: freaking far. It's like oh, yeah. three city blocks. And yeah. so like and I would just sprint. the mama's pizza.
3: Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
2: And so like I just kind of book it and then my dog would pee and sometimes she'd go before I got there. But like if she If she went, you know, a number two, I would always pick it up. And then I get to California where, you know, people are very lax, but like also, you know, it's California. They're so plastic and like conscious of, you know, whether it's the environment or their image, like they're conscious. But, like, maybe they're just too conscious because, as you said, they're like, my dog should be able to poo wherever it wants because it's greater than God. And so if you walk in L.A., (laughs) you literally have to step over dog crap on every sidewalk. And I'm like, up in the hills in, like, very nice areas. I'm like, who's even walking? Oh, it's the locals who just don't care and they're just letting their dog shit on the sidewalk in the middle of the road. Don't pick it up. And I'm like, you live in a multi-million dollar house. How can you not carry a poo bag or walk your ass back and Or have someone else walk your dog
1: and give them the poo bag. Exactly. Amen. Add it together. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, So the thing is, no one wants to pick it up. (laughs) right? Like it's something
2: getting a dog,
0: you know. That's one of the reasons I don't
1: have a dog. I just don't
2: think I
0: could do it. I have
1: two now. It gets
2: worse. Oh, yeah, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Last Ooh. September for my birthday, I came and
1: those home. Those are big dogs, so dog. I can't oh, really yeah. imagine.
2: With Second dog, also Doberman? a Doberman. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That's oh, yeah. It. Came home for my birthday last year. Girls? And Boys? Uh, both girls. girls. So they don't girls. lift their leg and pee everywhere, but they do have pee that's very rich in nitrogen. So although it's a great weed killer, it's also a grass killer. So if they pee on the grass, it just yellows out and dies, which mm. is. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I like really? chase them around with the hose after they pee. I moved to the long story short. Short, yeah, I moved to the suburbs. And so during like, COVID? During COVID. I live in like- Early? How, how quick did you pull the ripcord? It was like a year and a bit. We waited. Oh, you we, waited. we hung on. Yeah, yeah, we hung on. But like, there was like- Four hundred person anti-vax protests outside of our condo yeah. every single yeah, right. day. Yeah. yeah. And like it was insane. And then on Sundays you had the preachers and on oh, yeah. Mondays you had, <laughs> you had the screaming had, fellow. Yeah. And then, then you know Tuesdays it did. You had the people after the
0: yeah. dogs weighing with the scale. Oh my God. Dog. It's horrible.
2: And and then <laughs> the you
1: wait until Wednesdays, you have something else. Oh my God.
2: And in the summertime you have the guy playing the pan flute and all he does is mm-hmm. play desposito like eight times a day. <laughs> yeah, I so you'll that. be laying in bed hung over, and if your windows open, you just hear I don't know the tune yeah. beyond that because I don't
1: cute. To Just Dostecito. Dostecito. I probably
2: Voluntarily do the whole yeah. I know, right? <laughs> oh, so yeah, God. so we moved to Burlington. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Nice. They've I got know. a good
0: waterfront in Burlington. They now have
2: now. a really good waterfront. It's far from me because I'm on the Oakville side of Burlington. Okay. I'm literally like Burl Oak. I'm on Burl Oak, yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> I know where you are. <laughs> yeah, so I'm right next to Bronte Provincial Park. Yeah, I know exactly where and, that yeah, is. Yeah, and so um, it's weird because like we we tell people you, we're in Burlington and they think we're further than we are. Yes, but, like you're not that It's fun. easier to you, say you, Oakville when I tweet. It says Oakville. Yeah, but you're
0: far in rush hour. It's yes. a good example of just, you know, how the, the system is built for these high peak capacity times or it's, no the system isn't built yeah, for is these not peak built. Yeah. capacity <laughs> times but <laughs> Dude, anything else you. anything First else the runs easy. Ever. sorry it's the not runs friendly, easy no. anything else like yeah you know now, if you want to hang around after this depending on when you like to drive home you're welcome to
1: you didn't drive it's I fine didn't drive. Oh, you I didn't, didn't drive, drive. I, took a, I took a cab we are always taking care of our guests here yeah. Sure.
2: yeah yeah no it's um. It, I learned that very quickly because I mean I moved there at the height of the pandemic when nobody take credit for
0: his cab
1: <laughs> <laughs> no I'm just making sure I'm making sure that we are a safety first podcast it's true here. We'll we told get, him we'll, to take a cab we'll, he paid for it we'll get yeah. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) we're just getting started here okay we'll
0: recommend the safe joys
1: come back for your next episode and we'll give you a TTC pass
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just here for the snacks and wine and the swag (laughs) hello Yes, <laughs> we are right above Bay
0: Station. It's actually pretty convenient. It's, yeah, it is well, really so for me, yeah.
1: it's like I just zip over from Dundas West and it's like really convenient. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. at Dundas
2: West.
1: Yep, still there. I always
2: hated traveling with you because you'd get off the UP Express early and then I'd be like, uh, yeah. Because when know. we go to the airport, we know. take the old,
1: yeah. uh, yeah. the Uppy the UP Express
2: yeah. <laughs> and she'd be like done. And then I'm like, like well, later. am I going to go to Union or am I going to have to get off with her, walk to the subway station and then go? Go across the yeah.
1: floor. Ugh. I miss traveling mm-hmm. together. I Do you have any traveling plans coming up? Anywhere huh. exciting you're going?
2: Other than back to further <laughs> than back
1: to Burloak.
2: Well, I was, I was, I, I have been traveling. Yeah, um, I thought
1: you were in uh, Wine County.
2: I was in. I've been uh, yeah, a little bit over. everywhere. Yeah. So yeah. I just came back really? from a holiday. We went. We flew down to Los Angeles. We yeah. did L. A. And we were the idea, my my partner's doing his MBA right now and they had right. like a school exchange in Silicon Valley. So we were like, let's go to LA for a week. We'll rent a car, drive up the Pacific Coastal Highway and go to San Francisco for your school week and you can do school while I go get drunk at a winery <laughs> yeah. and like, do my thing, and and so that was the plan. Fantastic. Yeah, and that
0: it
1: was like the best were plan. You, were you his it?
0: guidance counselor pushing him into this program? I
2: I basically <laughs> was. No, he's very self motivated, so yeah. he uh, he did it on his own accord. But um, he, you know, we're we're on this trip and we're having a great time in LA, and the weather's great. It's like thirty two degrees <laughs> and like lovely, mm-hmm. and. We, we're like, okay, let's drive up PCH now. Time to go to San Francisco. And as we get further and further away, it was like around big, like as we're going through like the stretch of coast that is Big Sur, we're yeah. like, uh, it's just, you realize how much colder it's getting. Like you're up <laughs> higher on the cliffs. It's windy. And suddenly it's 18 degrees. And then we get to San Francisco. I mean, we overnighted in Monterey and Carmel by the sea. Um, and then we drove up the morning of his school starting to San Francisco, drop off the rental car, cab into the city. And it's like 15 degrees out. And oh so we, before, yeah, before we dropped off the rental car, I was like, let's condense as much as we possibly can into this. So like we did the Painted Ladies, like the Full House House. We like yes. drove across the Golden Gate Bridge. We're both big Star Trek fans. So like we went to like where Starfleet Academy is and <laughs> across the the Golden Gate Bridge and then like did a whole like tour. And um, that night was supposed to be his reception. And he's like, I don't want to go. Like, it just seems stupid. So we just stayed in, went out for dinner, had a fun time. And in the time, like throughout that, in the meantime, we started looking on a map at, you know, those temperature maps on like the weather app. We're like, where's warmer than here? (laughs) And we're looking for the red. And we're like, Phoenix, no, it's too far. Vegas, that looks close and cheap. And so we looked and... Lo and behold, we ended up in Vegas oh, for five wow. days. We were uh, there. That's a long oh, no, time. To we be hopped in, on a flight. That's a flight long flight from time from to Sanders. be in Vegas. A long time to it's be in Vegas.
1: Vegas, you only would need to go for a couple of days.
2: Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, you know, five days was fun. Um, it might def- we did leave. Uh, so we rented a car in Vegas because like five days would have been way too hard. but
1: Especially if you're in the heat yeah, of the night there.
2: Exactly. And so... <laughs> the
1: never-ending night?
2: No, yeah, no. That's the best place about the thing about Vegas. If you are a normal person, which like I used to not be a normal person, but now I'm like an old suburbanite. And so like I went to Vegas and I'd wake up at like seven in the morning and be like, let's go for a walk. <laughs> and we'd go for yeah. a walk and there'd be the people cigar hanging out of their mouth. Yeah. Four empty drinks next to them. And you're like, you Still haven't slept yet. yet. Yeah, yeah. And like the girl's like standing beside her partner and he's like, just like cigar ash this long and she's holding her shoes and she's like, I'm gonna go to bed now. And yeah. It's like, that's what happens in Vegas and that's why it stays in Vegas. But yeah. um, yeah, we rented a car in Vegas because like, yeah, five days too much. And we drove out uh, we drove to Arizona and oh, then to nice. Utah. Yeah. And so um, there's five national parks in Utah. They've like wittily branded them as the mighty five. Mm. That's um, nice. Yeah. And I had been to three <laughs> on really a it's media nice. influencer yeah. trip because you know, that's how I saw the world was a yeah. media influencer. <laughs> and I wanted to complete the five. And I wanted to complete the five and yeah, two of them of were close enough to Vegas. So I'm like, how do you feel about going to Zion and Bryce Canyon and he's like what are those and you're like "Oh, am like sh- okay you'll you'll be happy you'll be happy and so I drove us it was you know a whole day of driving and exploring got a speeding ticket along the way which was a little Touchy. more than what I thought I was yeah, yeah um but what's the speed limit on that drive Um so it was 110 oh. miles no sorry kilometers it was a like 70 it miles was, per hour? Sorry, it was 80 it was 80 <laughs> miles per hour on wow. some stretches of Nevada That's highway, fast. <laughs> but it was then 75 through Arizona or 70 mm-hmm. and then in Utah it dropped down I think to 70 in between Bryce Canyon and or and Zion National Park. I was like cuz you you drive through Zion and you like go up a mountain and then you drive through this like the 2 mile mountain tunnel where it's like yeah. just pitch black and it's a single road tunnel that you're driving through and there's like the occasional like carved in the side of the mountain window that's like shows you a bit of light but otherwise it's like kind of weird wow. like very Bugs Bunny yeah.
3: and like we come at <laughs> the other
2: side and like you're in the country-ish but like still in the mountains and so I like passed through this town and it, it was 65 needless to say where I was um doing 90 and yeah mm-hmm. Uh, it's it
1: not you. good.
2: Yeah, it will get you. I thought I was going to get off, but then unfortunately, the officer turned away from the vehicle. We had a really good exchange, and um, he turned away from the vehicle and fell down the ditch. <laughs> like, full on fell <laughs> the, down the, the ditch. He yeah, down yeah, because he was on the passenger side, because it was like a two lane country road. And he was standing like wow. in the ditch on the edge, and he, <laughs> we had such a good exchange, and I just like I felt he like I I've I've never been pulled over, I've never been pulled, I've never had this exchange before. Oh I'm, my God. I, I'm a very safe driver, yeah. Double, double. <laughs> I um like I'm a very safe driver, mm. and I mean that's subjective, obviously, yeah. but I like, yeah, I just you know was not expecting this, and so I like had a good exchange and the man walks away. And literally as he's turning around, he's turning his body and his feet just both come out from under him. Like had he- Like on loose gravel. Like on loose gravel into a shoulder, but like it's a ditch ditch ditch. on a cliff. So it's like going down. And it like, he was like this close to bashing his head on my rental oh my car. God. And so like,
1: ditch it later. But like,
2: yeah, ditch it later. And I'm sitting there like pinching my legs, trying not to laugh. Cause like, I watched this right. all happen out of my side mirror. <laughs> and like, I'm a nice person. I don't want to sound like a horrible person here, but like you you watch enough jackass and like oh, yeah. b- horrible, oh, like kids God. getting hurts meme mm-hmm. and, and like kids getting hurt memes. There we go. Miss the mismatch the proof. <laughs> <laughs> there um it's the wine it's the wine I'm saying it um but yeah he just kind of like whoop and, and then he had to like scrape his way back up and then confidently walk back to his vehicle and run wow. my license and so Did you by take then, a video. I did not. I fucking wish. It's imprinted in my mind forever. And like my partner was trying not to laugh. I'm trying. I'm like looking. I'm like, you better not
3: laugh. <laughs> you
2: don't laugh. You he can hear us. The windows are down. Like, what if he looks? Oh There's God. a dash cam. They're going to see us. And- <laughs> This Like, we're just sitting there. We're like, good citizens. And then he comes back and he's like, your Ontario license doesn't work. Where is this from? I'm like, I'm Canadian. <laughs> and he's like, well, it doesn't work in our system. And I'm like, okay. He's like, well, here you go. I'll give you a citation, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And so like in Utah, you have to pay it in seven days or they'll issue a warrant for your arrest. So yes, $400 Canadian wow. later, wow. I learned my lesson. Don't speed. And he. In I Utah. Mean, yeah, in Utah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: But he 400. asked me,
0: Passing, I guess, passing for me 180 to you'd learn your lesson
2: yeah so what dollars, dollars. or kilometers dollars. per dollars. hour because moments prior I was doing more than 180 kilometers per hour which is why I'm not Jeez. so upset I know I didn't, yeah the speed I limits are high know. though there. but like also you just like I, I don't yeah, know my car that. no not that yeah. <laughs> my car has heads up display right so yeah. I'm used to seeing my speed projected yeah. into the screen and I just like in this rental was not looking at my speedometer as much I was looking at the beautiful scenery oh yeah like,
1: yeah, sorry about it. Yeah, scenery, sorry. Hello. That's
2: exactly what I said to him. He's like, "Did you I know, that lost you-? in your state scenery?"
1: That's it's what so I said.
2: Really <laughs> it was endearing. I I thought he was. I
1: would have tried to finagle myself out of that one. Yeah, yeah well, he, was nice that, <laughs> he was a
2: very nice love looking. To see that, Casey. He was a very nice looking man. How you pull that one off. Wide brimmed hat, oh, nice like nice how tan you remember to exactly him. What he looked like. Yeah, he looked kind <laughs> of like Jensen Ackles, who plays uh, what's his name in the show Supernatural.
1: Oh, he's hot. Yeah,
2: like the guy who was also Eric Brady on Days of Our Lives don't, Ever put this on the podcast because I don't <laughs> Dude, need people knowing why I know that.
1: Well, I've been Fun watching bad. Young and the Restless my entire life. So I heard they just worry. had a
2: same-sex wedding.
1: They did. Oh my yes. God. Cassie and, and Mariah they just got married. It
2: took them long
0: there's enough. enough. Cassie, yeah, there's oh. a Cassie,
1: and she's a twin, and her twin sister died. But then she found it's a really long story. I can't explain it right they've now. They've had gays a whole other on podcast days of me and the Young and the Restless. <laughs>
2: they've had gays on days for so long, and the Y and the R really like. Did well, they've not been. Did. Gay. Oh, they They've been gays. together for okay, a while. So like, okay. um, oh, it's just the first gay wedding. It's the
1: first gay wedding. Okay. But they've been on the show for years and okay. they've been dating for years. So yeah. Oh. they. Um, Is
0: that something you'll notice? Like if like, you watch a bunch of episodes, will you be like, nobody
2: gay around here?
1: Will oh. you notice that? You notice that? Yeah. I think
2: I'm more conscious of it now. And it's funny because like we have these conversations on inclusion and it's like I didn't. And like, I guess... Maybe it's just that society has like conditioned me to not look for those things, so I I don't. But it's it's uh, funny because know. when you think of it in the context of like what television and content is like today, it's true. And like uh, like uh, today, I I look I like Netflix's algorithm suggests LGPTQ Yeah. Yes. Yeah, shows sense. for yeah. me. I get
1: um. um it's Anything with a strong
3: female
1: lead, yeah. Uh, Romantic comedies with a strong female lead, sign me up. Oh yeah, yeah. strong female lead. Oh yeah.
2: I get like it's it's so funny. Like if you look at my partner's Netflix account and (laughs) mine, it's like his is all like World War One documentaries and like historical stuff, Mm. and then mine is like The Ultimatum and Love (laughs) Is Blind. (laughs) The (laughs) Circle. The Circle is also on there. I haven't ever watched oh, it. I know. I'm, I'm sorry. It's
1: two, almost done. I
2: added it to my list, so it mm-hmm. haunts me still. But
1: it's <laughs> no, trying to get you, know. you to watch
2: it. It really is. I um, but I just did Bling Empire. Oh yeah, the new season. I'm on that
1: too. People, or, did you
2: watch the the South African one that came out?
1: No, but I think I would really enjoy that. Yeah, it
2: was. It was pretty lo- dramatic. South Africa
1: is my. Absolute favorite accent in the entire world. Same of all accents. Like Same. My parents have New Zealand accents, which is a very beautiful accent. I'm not like Australians, like.
2: <laughs> that was a little uh, <laughs> uh, judgmental. We? we won't go as far as racist, but. Um. <laughs> not Australia. on this pod I used but to
1: live there so I'm just joking it's like an ongoing battle but it's I mean, a
2: battle between the Kiwis and, and Aussies. the Aussies but I mean
1: I absolutely love <laughs> South African accent is my favorite it is I really it's so beautiful yeah
2: yeah I read a book a novel by Irving Welsh who wrote Train Spotting and um, it's written entirely in South African dialect but like oh. phonetically so it's just like it's weird to wrap your head around it because you have to literally they write it, it like he the accent it, yeah like it, so he when writes you read it, it you're reading it in the accent the in the yeah, yeah. oh
0: that's interesting I never thought about that
2: all right uh, let's just put a dis it's a very heavy book oh, okay. it's called a Marybou stork night okay. stork nightmare okay. very good book
1: yeah
2: very graphic oh I'm a graphic warning book. you yeah oh, okay yeah it's like, like um
1: like murder it's graphic good. Or like I did K
2: I was in like grade 12 English class and I did my essay on it and okay. they allowed me to do it oh, um you rebel. but like the teacher had to vet what I was saying in the essay because it's I mean, wow. I could spoil the story for you, no, but no, I won't. But there don't. is, but I'll look it up. There is okay.
0: sexual, there the title? <laughs> is, there is sexual I, um, abuse. This is a podcast. I I can the, look you're it
2: gonna off. have to use. <laughs> you have to go back.
1: Please send me whatever he said.
2: <laughs> I just remember Marabu or something. Yeah, I'll you just, know. Now that we're talking, about, I mean, like I now, mean, my you
1: it on Hover, and then you I'll share on
2: Hover. Yeah, because yeah. that
1: way I can remember it, and then I can comment with what I think about it. Yeah, you know, like now I'm actually I'm
2: I'm like. I don't know how like now I, I'm like moving into the realm of film producer I just like I feel like I, this is a book that I should I I could do justice to adapting yeah. it and I don't I think anyone has I mean I wrote the essay 14 plus years <laughs> <Yeah>. ago <laughs> could dust so. that it's
1: been on off your
3: mind a long thing. time I could
2: dust that <laughs> off and hand it to a director <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: What's that kind of been like moving into like you we've talked a bit about like your career journey yeah and like yeah, yeah. you know internship and then flair and then influencer life and things yeah. okay. what's it like moving into your new sort of film directory producery,
2: yeah, gosh, um it you know it's it's nice because i i I moved to Toronto to become. coming. A- <laughs> are, sure are you like talking putting into the mic, like- He's the-
1: giving me the cue to talk into the microphone because sometimes I
2: like- Oh, excited. I thought he was saying that I was getting boozy
0: by
1: <laughs> no, stumbling on no, my word. Fine. No, talking, I don't notice that. I just
2: want to
0: make sure Casey's talking right into
1: yeah, the, talk the mic. Yeah, talk right into the mic. Don't like- me, But she's me. good. I
2: just got excited. Don't you talk away from the mic there, Casey. We yeah. need to hear that lovely voice.
1: Okay, continue.
2: Okay, so I am.
1: <laughs> well,
2: yeah. I'm thrilled to be back in the film industry now, but still in the media side of yeah. it. Um, not as an actor. Not as an actor. <laughs> I mean, you know, one day, maybe, but uh, not at the moment. <laughs> uh, we are focusing on a career in production. (laughs) Right. And like producing, sorry. Um, Right. (laughs) And uh, yeah, and directing. Um, But it's, it's not quite acting, but one day I will just put myself into a role and that's how you kind of do the Tarantino flip. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I
1: say a hundred percent. Also, if you need uh, someone like me, I'm available to be Perfect. also in a role. I have been Perfect. in a few films myself. Um oh. actual films. <laughs> don't get any ideas. I'm this
3: not I wasn't know. thinking about yeah.
1: actual films.
2: Onlyfans.com slash I Casey Stewart.
1: Do have an account, but I have not posted anything.
2: Oh I, I
0: have not a- approved
1: for monetization, but I was thinking how can I use this in a creative way for yeah. anyone listening.
0: You'd have to get real creative.
2: <laughs> I will admit that I too have an account if you search through my Twitter, but it's only for viewing it's my only... friend's content. I don't put anything out.
1: It's only friends.
2: I do accept free subscriptions if anyone wants to. Say. <laughs> I was thinking that someone I w- sent me a free subscription over Twitter. They were like, would you like a free subscription to my OnlyFans? And I'm like, well, you know, <laughs> you look okay. So I guess we could see what's under the hood. But a free subscription. A free subscription. Gifted. You've been yeah. gifted. And then it's like, it hits you at that 30-day mark. And they're like, your child subscription's about to end. 9, $9. dollars it. I'm like, bitch, that's more than Netflix. Yeah, I don't, I don't like you that
0: much. Well,
1: not anymore. Oh,
0: I know. That's Netflix. True.
1: But I mean, Jack well, a lot price. of people are,
0: well, been a mean, lot of cancellations. Oh, I
1: mean, like, but also, like, how much, how many hours do you spend watching Netflix? If you break it down hourly, is it really that much? I don't think so. No. For the joy that I get from Netflix and the entertainment it provides me, I would even pay maybe a little bit more. Not a lot don't of say that.
0: It depends on how much you're <laughs> watching. Back. It depends on how much you're watching.
1: I spend a lot of hours watching shows while I'm doing things, while I'm like, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, I've tried to refrain from just sitting and watching. I like to, I've been practicing my tap
3: while
0: I watch. E- ever since my daughter was born... I don't think I've watched much of anything. No. And I've been thinking of think canceling. I've been thinking of canceling.
1: You've been thinking of cancelling? canceling? Canceling Netflix. Netflix. But do you have other subscriptions like Disney, oh, Prime? Far too many. Do all you have? Them. I only got Disney. I have Disney. all of them. Yeah. Excuse me I have, while I
0: sneak no, go for my pretzel. It. I, have <laughs> I have Prime.
1: I have Prime.
0: I have Disney Plus. Mm. I have um, Netflix. Okay.
2: Yeah. Um, do you have Cable. I have cable. Yep. Oh. Uh, hey, don't hate us on, on us cables. We have cable because okay. Sean's
1: in TV yeah, production. So yeah, he's like, we need cable. It's the industry. And that's I cannot live without my Young and the Restless Jeopardy and Wheel. Okay. I'm for the Jeopardy show-
2: and Wheel. Back to back. I do the every seven night? to eight
1: hour almost every night when I can.
2: Yeah. The- oh my god, I love that.
1: <laughs> I'm and Young and the Restless. I am yeah. literally like a You're small my
0: parent. <laughs> you are my parent. That's how you knew Carnival Eats. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because he was like we were talking about. He was like, "Oh yeah, I don't know Noah cap. I was like, Bitch. "It was my
0: big buddy at camp."
1: Or I was like, "His show's <laughs> on before Y&R. He's like, Whoa. <laughs> "Didn't know you were so cool there, Case."
2: <laughs> so wait, let's take it back. What were you saying? Yeah,
1: you all, your your all your subscriptions. All your. Oh, don't watch any. Yeah, you have
2: got five.
0: Yeah, all my subscriptions. I've got the five of them, and we don't watch really any of them other than Disney. We watch Disney Plus.
1: Right. We, but, Kardashians?
0: Yeah, part of, part of it. Is. <laughs> I didn't know. That's yeah. the only
1: reason I got it. So oh, I watch wow. The is it on show. Disney Plus?
0: Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. On, it's on Hulu, I, I which okay, is owned yeah, by Disney. I, I have Hulu. Now, I must say, that whole series started with an Awesome drone sequence in the very (laughs) first episode. Yes, okay. Yeah, Yeah, I love drone operator. Drone operator. I was fortunate enough to be credited as a drone operator on one of Casey's boyfriend Sean's project. He was
1: shooting something for a. a group of seven type VR experience. Yeah, and yeah. We, Was it
2: with the McMichael gallery
1: or? Um, Can't tell you, don't know and don't want to say the wrong thing, but we worked <laughs> with Nelson.
2: You say group of seven, it's probably
1: McMichael. Yes. Yeah. Um, I could get back we, to you. Actually,
0: it's a funny um, story because uh, we went up and we met in, Algonquin. Like, by Algonquin Park. Yeah. And, um, I did a full day of just slow sequence, nature type Muskoka woods, yep. like you know, a photography, and I, I, um, Sean sent me the text thread with the cinematographer.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. After
0: yeah. afterwards, and the cinematographer was like, "Oh man, I'm watching this drone sequence. It's this smooth sequence <laughs> into the woods. It's awesome." oh
3: this it's fucking just, great this is fucking great you know it's just
0: really funny to see like, the positive so feedback a screenshot so, of yeah that. so i got a screenshot of it it's hilarious but um yeah i i, I love operating drones and i was into rc helicopters as a kid oh. so i've i've you know drones are really easy compared yep. to yep. A, an older rc helicopter yes. but the drones that dji has put out are astonishingly yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. I must say. So,
2: yeah. um, DJI is it. like a really cool success story for oh, a yeah. Chinese factory. There's not a lot of Chinese factories that see as much mainstream success as DJI does. And no, it's, yeah. They put out a, a quality product. They really and, do.
0: And it also, I buy the, um, the insurance on it. I've got like flight insurance on it. I could fly the thing into the lake. And they, and they and yep, they send yep, me yep, out yeah, a
2: new same, one. Same. The Which first one do you day, have? I uh, I have the like mini two or something. Yeah, you yeah, have the mini two. Yeah. The first day great. that I, I was up in, um, gosh, where was they I? They just
0: released a new one. I hovered it. Yeah. What? Okay. A new
2: mini. Oh, oh. oh damn them! Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, just I bought mine last year. Oh yeah, the, the, it's it's better than that one. <laughs> uh, I was up <laughs> on a farm in Caledon and, um, I was flying it and this guy started talking to me, this young fellow who's really attractive. (laughs) So I'm like looking at him while also flying and he's like asking me to show him. And so I'm like, yeah, and I'm showing him. And then like I fly my drone into the forest and it like hits the tree and drops down 15 feet and is like hovering yeah. <laughs> in, in the canopy of the trees. And I'm like, oh my God, it hasn't broken yet. It's still in flight. I can get it out. And I'm like, let me see if I can back it out. And I like go to back it out. It just hits a tree branch and goes oh, flying. Wow. But surprisingly, it fell from like 60 feet it, up in the it's air. Good. Still perfectly fine. Not yeah. a, Not a propeller wow. broken, not a thing. The like body had like kind of, popped apart a bit, but you just snapped it back together. Mm-hmm. I've flown it like twenty times since, and it, it's not barely even scratched, mind you. I did get the insurance, so I, I'm just waiting for the day that it like does break, so I can get the get the new one.
0: S- so I've actually had a successful insurance turnaround with them oh. on my dad's Phantom, one of the oh. white ones. The yeah, big yeah, white yeah. Ones. yeah. It got crashed, not by me. (laughs) I don't know how it got crashed. The story is, uh, you know, a brontosaurus swung its head and hit it or something. But um, it was crashed, completely totaled. Yep. And we, you know, had to tell DJI, hey, this drone's been totaled. And we had to mail it out and came, a new drone came back. You just don't send the battery. You send the drone out, a new one came back.
3: Wow.
1: Yeah. It was amazing. Oh, hot tips wow. for drone. Yeah, tips. Yeah, that's oh yeah.
0: Good. You know, I looked at them, um, The Verge did an article. I think I did hover it. Yeah. Um, um, about the costs of the components and the batteries are by far you know, ultimately the biggest cost. They'd be the, the most really? expensive thing for them to replace. They don't want to replace that battery, basically. Oh. But the, the body itself is very cheap. They've got huge margins on the body. Oh. Like it may be, you know, like
2: for um, mining- I guess because it's mostly plastic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh.
0: my um, it's, a, it's not a Mavic. It's one of the, it's the middle size one. I forget the name of it. Um, is uh, Air, the Air 2, which is great. Um, that thing sells for like eighteen hundred bucks, yep. the the Flymore package. Yep, yep. And maybe a thousand dollars of that as the drone. It yep. costs them two hundred dollars to make that drone.
2: What? Yeah. Oh my
3: God. Mm-hmm.
0: So they're cranking wow, up that yeah, thing for two hundred bucks. That's insane. Yeah, it's insane. With that kind of am in the wrong yeah. business. I really well, No, you're so in, you in the right business for you. It. Imagine how much they <laughs> had am. to put into that. I know that's yeah. true. Billions of R and D to oh, get totally, that thing going.
2: Totally, and like, the, but it's staggering the technology yeah, in that. Yeah, it really is. Yeah.
0: So yeah. for Canadian Geographic, yes, yes. So they found you. What, or did you do a project with them? Had they had that start?
2: Yeah. So I mean, I started at Canadian Geographic. Gosh, like a decade ago. I'm really from aging myself Flair here. before Flair. So I actually oh. left Canadian Ge. So I started at Canadian Geographic as an intern. Okay. And while I was an intern, I wrote like this 12-page report. It was like in the dawn of social media for business. So when brands still weren't really on Instagram or Facebook. And I wrote this 12-page report that basically said, you know, the future of media is on social. And these are the ways that we're going to engage. And this is, you know, the platforms that we'll use. And I created a essentially a kind of a early version of what is would now be considered a digital strategy. Yeah. And the team at Canadian Geographic and the Royal Canadian Geographical Society looked at it and they said, you know, this is the future of our publishing business. And um, almost immediately, they hired me as social media editor, which was a job that had never even existed before. And there weren't really any magazines that had social media editors at that time. Like if there if there was someone on Facebook, it was being handled by an editor or something like that. Um, yeah. So they really, they took a chance with me and I worked there for a while and then left for Flair because they're, they're based in Ottawa and they, I wasn't working out of the Toronto office. So I was doing like a half a month there, half a month here kind of thing. And it was taxing. So I went into fashion and uh, quickly realized I didn't want to really be in fashion and then ended up in travel. And from travel, I actually ended up back at Canadian Geographic. So travel about had become such a, a name i guess yeah, i mean and thing. yeah it was a thing and so um and like they they saw it and they watched it come up and they saw that it was everywhere so canadian geographic brought me back on board when we were looking at revitalizing and rebranding our travel magazine about 5 or 6 years ago and um i was brought on as like the at first as gosh, what was it? A travel editor at large. Yeah, then yeah, it was I like another role. Then I also became the social media editor again, in addition to the other role. And then I've kind of cycled through like six different roles at the company, getting from where I was there to where I am now, which is director of digital and video. Um, And so like, awesome. some, yeah. And so somehow along the way, I I stumbled back into the film industry, which is, where I I was most passionate about and where I wanted to be in my career, um, so you know when Canadian Geographic, which is traditionally a magazine um, and it's owned by a nonprofit, the Royal Canadian Geographical Society, which has its roots in exploration and education. Obviously, its its biggest program is Canadian Geographic, the magazine. But um, over the past few years, we've been developing a film company called Canadian Geographic Films, and you both came to the yeah. premiere of our first feature documentary that uh, has just been blowing me away every day with yeah. how well it's it's doing, which is, you know, in total thanks to our filmmaker, Sean Stiller, who is just exceptionally talented. Um, and also, of, though, the choice to yeah.
0: pull the trigger on that film yeah. Was, yeah. was
2: good. yeah. yeah.
3: Because yeah.
0: there's plenty of films that you could have decided to make Exactly. <laughs> that would not have
2: been. <laughs> yeah. As, as a, like debut as film, it was. Yeah. Perfect. It, yeah, perfect. it was really. And especially um,
1: now. Yeah, especially
2: now, given what is, you know, where we are as a nation and mm-hmm. in our realization of the mistreatment of indigenous peoples, I think that, you know, we're, we're really living in a renaissance of Canadian film and, and quite frankly, in film on a global scale because of what is happening um in the realm of representation not not just with indigenous peoples but with black people um with people of color they like you know in the past uh, few ye- in in my lifetime i've seen the creation of the indigenous screen office the black screen office right. and like these things are are things that were not even a, a dreamable thing for for the industry years and years ago, um, and so you've got you know millions, billions of people growing up on the planet um, and in and, and Canada and, and abroad that have grown up not seeing this fair representation of themselves in in Hollywood movies and stuff, and so that right that wrong is finally being righted now, and and so it's refreshing, and I think that. Um, this film in particular it was really we were just so blessed to have the trust of of the subject of our film Phyllis Webstad who is the founder of the Orange Shirt Society and the Orange Shirt Day movement mm-hmm. um and it it was her trusting our filmmaker Sean Siller that really created the product that you saw which is resonating you know with with yeah, people around time. the world so it's continuing its festival journey i thought it would be done after hot docs and now in the past week, we've got like five new festivals, re- f- festival requests coming in from wow. like- from different places around the world. Oh, yeah, all over. Like today, two came in from Oslo. Um, We've had- wow. Yeah, we just premiered in um, Miss- Missoula, Montana at the International Wildlife yeah. Film Festival where we won an award. Um, and now that's going to go on a tour as well as part of their programming. And um, we're looking at- premiere in Montreal and a couple other places. We've been invited to Estonia, but um are kind of weighing that with the current geopolitical mm-hmm. situation that's happening in the world. Um but there's a lot happening with the film, which is just very interesting. Um did be, you do you have a credit on that film? I do. Yeah. I was a producer. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, congratulations. Right? congratulations. Yeah. yeah. And I mean it's just it's it's wild. Like even today. So you asked me if I have any travel planned soon and it's like we, we live in this in world where, like,
1: circuit, f- circuit perhaps festival circuit, but then like festival circuit.
2: <laughs> like, festival circuit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, No, I know. Yeah, Hawaii yeah. Game. Yeah, and um, <laughs> I got this email like yesterday from a Turkish English broadcaster, which is like their version of CBC over there. It's their public broadcaster English mm-hmm. language, and they want to acquire a Returning Home and. Just like two days prior, I was out for dinner with some colleagues and they're saying, oh, like we've been chatting with like someone from Turkey, like in the embassy. And I'm like, okay, Turkey, Turkey. Okay, this is weird. Line, line Things are lining up with Turkey here. And then someone else calls me the other day and is talking Turkey. Sure. And then today, talking turkey. talking turkey. And then today I get an email from the Turkish Tourism Board talking to me about Turkish food. And then yesterday, this is like Turkish, the long way. Right? Yeah. And then yesterday I get an email You're from one of our... Never. <laughs>
1: oh, you did? I did. Yes, you did. I posted on however, how much I love. Turkish I gotta food. order mm-hmm. some Turkish food. You got yeah. Turkish food? Yeah, I'll give you my recos. Okay, keep okay, going. Right. Sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like Turkey, never like I've always wanted to go to Turkey, but it's not been like at the front of my bucket list, you know. Um, no, yeah, yeah. And so uh, then you know, I get a call from one of my colleagues, not like at our company, but for, at a, a, a travel partner that we have um, through the Royal Canadian Geographical Society. He gives me a call and she says, you know. I'm running a media trip to Turkey next month, <laughs> and we have a space. Would you like to come? We're going Star's to like line. Istanbul all the way to Cappadocia, like and staying in cave hotels. And I'm like, what?
3: That sounds wow. like it's
2: right up my alley. <laughs> yeah, I'm and actually, I might I'm have a meeting in, in, to June. One in Utah. Ooh,
3: you yeah, cool. have Utah. Oh yes,
1: yes, yes. yes, yeah. we, yes, <laughs> yes. We went to the Arizona cave. Oh Arizona, yeah,
3: Arizona. Yeah, not so but nice. But I
1: mean, I mean, you you <laughs> handled nice. the caves better than I did, and I think that would be great. And please do this is more like the Mykonos
2: it. style. Yeah,
1: I yes. mean, it's Cappadocia please style. Please document style, some of like, this on yeah. social media because oh, I would like yeah. to go on the cave adventure with you, just not like actually with you.
0: Yeah. yeah so yeah. what's the dream trajectory of this movie, as it relates to like Canadian Geographic and you as a producer?
2: Yeah, gosh, I wish that I could answer that uh, openly and honestly because I mean, the nature of the film business is a bunch of NDAs and, <laughs> right, <laughs> and right deals but just, until just, things go public. So but. not
0: specifically, but just walk me through what ultimately is the process. So like, right, now, like, do you wait for uh, a streamer to buy it or like yeah? Where so is we it?
2: we have sold it to a streamer in Canada. It will be coming out in September. I I can't say who yet. Yeah, um, I won't but cancel it will yet. Be, then. Yeah, it won't be a. <laughs> Thou <laughs> <laughs> shall not cancel Thou <laughs> that shall that not cancel so Don't be a churner yeah, don't be. The yeah. industry is hurt by the people Who churn their members
0: You're such a 10 churn year yeah. churn. churner <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: But no I'm,
2: Yeah so I mean The like ultimate dream of any filmmaker And not, I wasn't the filmmaker Sean Stiller Is, yeah. is really was I, An outstanding filmmaker here um, But I think that you know And the dream for any film company is to have your film seen by as many people as you can. Um, And so we're just thrilled to have a major partner in Canada for distribution. We're now um, as we continue this festival run, we're now looking at international distribution. Um, I'm, I guess, you know, like I don't know where this is going to be seen by them. So uh, we're talking to BBC in the UK yeah. and yeah, great. some other people um in the US as well, which I'm oh, unable to name, but we've got a lot of um we've got a lot of of interest in the film, which is nice. Oh yeah. Um and so that's I mean, for me it's a dream come true. I think for our filmmaker Sean Stiller, he's he wasn't expecting it to be this big. And so no, if you like look back on interviews with him, he's just grateful for yeah. everything oh, yeah. that has happened yeah yeah that's
1: really exciting
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. and so cool. um yeah, yeah. it's that, that's it <laughs> right well
0: you don't have anything to worry about we didn't bootleg it yeah, <laughs> <any>? yeah. <laughs> perfect we do not bootleg
1: it we will I will watch it on whatever streaming platform we have all them I mean if you really, want a
2: bootlegged version, you're talking to the right person so like, if I wanted
1: to host a screening at my house, I'm sure I could do that you
2: can do that we,
1: we do, can do host maintain a screening. special
2: screening what rights
1: with here? our current
2: distribution
0: Maybe agreement we could
1: have a it's not a bad
0: streaming place streaming place
1: yeah
0: yeah actually we, we'd we, like to do a, a live stream from here where eventually. we get six people. And something live,
1: and it would be great Mm. if you came back for that because, yeah, totally, it'd be great. Good having you here today, and like, I mean, I'd love to have you back in here anytime
3: for
2: sure. I'll be a regular if you'll have, yeah,
1: especially when we have that grilling episode. I know you're already ready to take a uh, seat in the gallery.
2: (laughs) Yes, I'm going to be the person who raises his hand and requests (laughs) for grilled cheese to be grilled.
1: Oh, I love
2: it. (laughs) Well, well excuse me. Hello. Can we introduce interrupt the taping, please? <laughs> I brought some aged cheddar and sourdough handmade by my grandmother. I'd like you to grill it. <laughs> Do
1: it. We're we're just you know, we're a $100. freeform uh, conversation here. We're having fun. You know? Absolutely.
2: I love freeform
1: conversation. Yeah, I love it. As
2: I like
0: slide all you love free form snacks as
1: well. <laughs> it's like a form of a breadstick really.
0: So we can bring it back to the day and learn a little bit about whether you grew up in Burlington or you decided to just move to Burlington.
2: Yeah, gosh. Um I'm not from Burlington and I mean when you tell people you live in Burlington they definitely ask what the connection is because it's not a place that many people would choose to move outside of Toronto. I'm from Ottawa. Um, and like oh. it's hilarious because like I grew up in the suburbs of Ottawa and always wanted to be a city kid and moved to the city when I was seventeen and have been in Toronto ever since. I moved to London, England for a bit and was in New York briefly. Really? I yeah. love London. I love London. If I could, I could be I, there right yeah, now, I, I would be. London, I can too. imagine yeah. living there. It's quite quite unique. I lived in, in Marlebone. So like steps from Selfridges, like a five minute walk to Oxford Circus. Like it was just, it was amazing. I lived in a very small bubble, but it it was great. And the decision to keep
0: buildings short was actually a good one. It was, it was, because you get this never ending little town effect, Yes, which is phenomenal. actually and it and it limits traffic too because you don't have all these you know 100-story buildings (laughs) to fill up
2: from the streets 900 people living in them to like like, go down and drive around yeah yeah Yeah, that's I mean that's gonna be a really big problem for Toronto especially Mm. particularly this neighborhood yeah which was designed I mean I just and I'll I'll send you the photo after this conversation because it's at home but I had, I, my uh, in-law gave me this old archival photo of Bloor Street yeah. in like the 1900s and it yeah. was fucking farmland. Oh, like yeah. there was no one living here. There were, you know, there were some mansions down in like yeah, Jamestown and off of Jarvis and stuff, but like nothing up here. It mm-hmm. was, you know, forest and country. And so these, this area was not, And it's horrible to use this word, but settled is the correct word. But, Mm -hmm. you know, when people started, settler society started moving north from the lake and and densifying the city, they weren't densifying Bloor Street for quite some time. Oh yeah. And so today you see like Charles Street, which I, I, when I first moved to Toronto, was in the annex for like six years, Mm -hmm. ended up in Yorkville because it was where I wanted to be. I'm from Ottawa, and I was just like, Yorkville. Yay. Yeah. That happens. Wanna, yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> yes, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would still live here if I hadn't moved, honestly. Yeah. If I if I could afford a house on Admiral on Admiral yeah. or Lowther, I would be there right now, <laughs> but like um I'm, you know, I was just like living on Charles and in one of the first condos like the X condos and like then there was X2 which i also lived in and now there's 12 other condos built oh, yeah. or being built on that street which if you do the math each one of those has a minimum of 700 people living in them that's thousands of people that you've added to one street in a right. neighborhood yeah. right and there's many other the two condos. lanes Yeah. same metal lanes. lanes yeah yeah, yeah. Two lanes on a one way street. Right. Not even two lanes right. On, right. on a two way. It's a one way. So, like, you're like the densification is not actually being planned for. They're going to no. end up having to literally tear up roads and reroute traffic and figure out how they're going to fix this. Or they're going to just have to make entire communities public transit focused and like mm-hmm. remove the traffic altogether, like distilleries.
0: Yeah. I mean, re- working remote has got to help it a bit.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But
0: um, now with people coming back online, I look down at Avenue Road, University, like when it goes around Kings yes, yes, Park, yep. it's backed up now. It is. Every day. Yes. And during, just before the pandemic, they took um, uh, lanes away and turned them into bicycle lanes. Yeah. And during the pandemic, everybody was kind of like, oh, it didn't really, Who would? who even misses that lane? You yep. know what I mean? You could barely, do we need an extra lane there? You know? Now it's when, a problem. Now it's a problem. Like with <laughs> <everyone's> like, <laughs> with life actually so. existing, oh, I it's right. a problem. Like, and get the fuck out of my way. So
1: oh, I love the bike lanes, but I understand the problem.
2: You're a cyclist, Casey.
1: I, I have a. I do, but I I ride a she's vintage. A,
2: she's a fixie or no, a road no, no. bike rider. No,
1: I am not at all. I ride. A, my bike is for cruising only. It has a basket. It has white wall tires. It's got a very relaxing. Okay, the fact that you bike. were
2: able to say mm-hmm. this cruise bike and whatever white wall <laughs> tires are means you're a bicycle person. I am and a I bicycle, don't mean that I'm, I'm in not, a bad way.
1: I don't bike as a I bike for leisure. Okay. I'm not biking. So you're
2: not one who is going rushing, to honey. impart your wisdom boldly mm. onto I the motorists. I am a yeah. leisure the, Well, no, no, I I'm, I'm sorry. Not I'm rushing, I, I didn't preface my attack on Casey for being a bicycle person. It, let's hear
3: I it. Understand. Let's hear it, yes, damn it, so. damn it.
2: <clears throat> One of my close friends <laughs> was dating what we call a bicycle person. Yeah, I know. Um they're uh, like, know you time. know, a road biker. They go, they oh, so in and out yeah, the lanes? they like they're in and out. Well, like there's like different kinds of cyclists. There's those ones which hang out in Kensington Market, mm. usually or Queen West. Mm. And then there's like the road bikers who like go out to like Burlington, Oakville and, yeah. and bike along the escarpment and right. compete in competitions. And in the spandex. Yeah, in the spandex. That was her boyfriend. He competed in the spandex and uh he like those kinds of people would like look at your bike and then judge your bike and be like you're on the wrong bike mm-hmm. oh that's not a city How heavy bike is that or like bike?
1: Yeah, they were like, if you can't pick habit. it up with Those, one yeah. finger, it's too heavy. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's that was that. Yeah. Yeah. Is that not our Cervelo? Is it not? Is it not like carbon? <laughs> yeah, no, whatever, yeah, carbon fiber. I'm like, yeah. isn't carbon bad for the environment? Stop making your bikes out of carbon. <laughs> My God, yeah, that was a very you know, I biked a response, carbon. But still. I biked a carbon neutral yeah. the bike. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: This That's good, amazing. This bike is carbon neutral by riding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: And so he was a bike person and it exposed me to bike culture. Like bike culture in, and you drive. So you'll understand mm-hmm. when I'm attacking bike culture, which like every Torontonian who watches this is going to throw a tomato at me when I'm walking <laughs> down the street next. But like the okay, bike culture is like exemplified by the people who walk down the street or through Trinity Bellwoods. Carrying their bike by the center of the handlebars uh, instead just, of like this, or just the seat, or just, oh no no that's the worst. <laughs> that's when you know they're the ultimate bicycle douche. They're yeah. not a bicycle person they at that point. Yeah, they're just the seat. Yep, the Roll it like this, and, and I'm like, like uh, I'm like, uh-huh. how much porn do you watch that your wrist is <laughs> yeah. this fluid? Like, come on, like you're click 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 all day yeah, if you're me. doing that, honey. Like, yeah, come have a roller on, roller
3: mouse
1: apparently. Roller
3: mouse. <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah. That's, um, yeah. I, I actually understand yeah. that because I'm not one of the I'm like You're a, not Thank I'm God. a Queen West hipster girl cruisy bike girl. Yeah. Like that's me, Dundas West more now than Queen yeah, yeah, West, yeah. but like I know the bike type and like I also drive a car. So yep. like I understand the frustration with those.
2: Bicycle people. Yeah,
1: the ones that are easy to door. I mean, not I am easy a... to door, but I mean, that are like, they sneak up on you and you're like, how did you get there so fast well, that I'm trying to turn a corner and it's yeah, like well, unsafe? One of,
0: one of the issues is the right hand turn yes. with the bike lane on yes. your right yep. Yeah, it's is unsafe. not properly accommodated for in the signal. Yes. Because realistically, they should treat that lane a bit independently in the sense that Correct. it would be nice to get your right hand turn signal. But have the bike lane have a red? That would be Do you know smart. What I mean? Yeah, or even because- the,
1: the bike goes when the like when the walk or when the walk goes. There's a bike like the biker or something. Yeah, they anything. need their
0: yeah. own, I, I feel like
2: I their own traffic
0: light. Their own really. traffic yeah. light. Like yeah, a streetcar would have.
2: And because put the stop line 10 feet back from the intersection so they're not stopping in oh, your right, right yeah. turn zone. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right where yeah. you turn
1: because it's really Kay. dangerous. So yeah. I think that
2: we've just discovered that, you know, cast of creators is also an incubator for <laughs> <laughs> urban infrastructure and city planners. Maybe
1: we so. can get John Tory to come. Come
2: on. I think that'd be great.
1: I think we could do it. Yeah. I
2: will be sitting in the audience for that one as well. Yeah, well, I'm just going to be your permanent things. audience member.
1: Because <laughs> every time we've had a couple people and every person is like, I want to come back. I love it here. That's like, yeah, makes no, it's feel true. really good.
0: Well, he would start off by introducing himself Wait. as Mister Bike Lane. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> have you seen the bike lanes? Did you bike here? Are you carbon neutral? <laughs> have you seen the bike lanes? Yeah.
1: I love the bike lanes. I, I
0: bet you have. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I lived close enough to Bayview. I saw your entire road bike lane.
0: That was he horrible. comes in. He'd come in with a helmet. <laughs> what do you have the helmet for? You didn't bike here. I saw you get out of the Uber.
1: <laughs> carbon neutral. <laughs> Their bike
2: lanes, his bike lanes have gotten so intense that they now have motorized gates on Bayview.
1: What? Yeah,
2: if you go down Rosedale Valley Road. And you turn right to take oh, Bayview down to like Canary District. They ones? have those Is massive. Is that what those are? Yeah, and it's because they they introduced like they shut down that road during the pandemic to make it all bikes. And then when wow. they brought the bikes back in yeah, or like, the cars back in, they had to have a way to like be able to turn it into a bike Sunday road or whatever right. Tory wants. There are massive swing
0: arms that gradually close the highway.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pretty intense. Yeah. It's ridiculous.
1: I don't know about this. Yeah.
2: (laughs) It's because none of us are bicycle people. Can we just take it in that up until I moved to Burlington, so funny story, you asked me, you know, (laughs) how the hell did I end up in a suburb of Toronto when, you know, little old me was saying, you know, five years ago with my last partner, he wanted to move to the GTA and I said no way in hell will you ever get me to move to the suburbs. I moved to Toronto to live downtown in a metropolitan lifestyle. This is you pre-pandy. This was me pre-pandy in my last relationship. And he was desperate to move to the suburbs. He just, he knew like we're, we're almost like a single income household. Um, And so like, like he didn't earn as much as I did. And so we were trying to figure out like, how are we going to build a life Mm -hmm. as, as people do? And, his thought was, let's move out of the city. And my thought was like, fucking hell, I'm not moving out of the city because that was my mentality then. And then as this, you know, the pandemic took over the the planet and our city got, you know turned from a bustling metropolitan hub to a zombie land yeah. filled with, you know, protesters and mm. problems bicycles. Um, and bicycles. Yeah, <laughs> the bi- the cyclists were no, still out hate. in full force. Um, but, you know, I just said, I can't do this anymore. I need to. I need to. <laughs> <There's> no- <laughs> Excuse me while I laugh at Casey's non-swap <laughs> Excuse disposom. me while I throw out stuff that isn't on camera. <laughs> and then make an audible sound on my cameras so, or on my microphone so that the this video is switches life, okay? over. It
0: is. <laughs> Sorry. I'm this wrong. is real life. Everyone. So,
2: yeah. So does well, he know that you've moved since? Who my ex? Yeah. Oh yeah. So funny story. He does now. He he hated on me for it when I did. He
1: probably still creeps everything you do. Oh no, he one
2: hundred percent does. Mm-hmm. Um, like he still texts me on occasion. Like we're 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 friends now. We share a dog. I have the dog, so like I give him updates on the dog every now and again. Um, and when I lived in the city, he would actually dog sit for us when we needed to go away. Sometimes that's convenient. Yeah. I feel like the best dog is a timeshare dog.
0: I know, uh, right? I'm surprised they don't do timeshare dogs. Anymore. I would I like a dog
1: like one one day a month.
0: Oh, fuck. I yeah. wish I There's could a have a dog do. one day a month. There's oh, a, you can just
1: one that. day just like an Uber dog? You
0: take somebody else. Yeah, it is. Uber <laughs> it's called dogs? Rover.
1: Oh. What? Really Actually?
0: Yeah, Rover.
1: Uber dogs. Can you post that on Hover, please? So that I can find it?
0: I absolutely right. will. Yeah, it's called know. Rover. So and you wanna, can take, like it basically it turns you into a trusted dog sitter. And people with dogs. And it you know,
1: doesn't sleep over. You just like walk it and play with it. And you give can it back. choose
2: whatever you'd like.
1: I don't want it to sleep over.
2: No, I don't want to sleep over. Wait, you don't want the dog to sleep over because bed cuddles from a dog are the best.
1: There's no dog mm. going in my bed. Okay. You got uh, like
2: and- bed cuddles from a person. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, cuddles <laughs> from a person definitely too. are great too. You can yeah. rent those too. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we call it renting, Casey. <laughs> 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 uh, sorry, um, <laughs> though. I, in your defense, on the dog comment, I last year had my first. So, okay, you know what? This all connects. So, I'm just gonna yeah. dial it back for a second. Go for it. I moved to fucking Burlington mm-hmm. because I'm living in this condo in Yorkville. It's a menace to my life to society. It's it. I didn't realize how close you were. I was so
0: us.
3: close. Yeah, it goes yeah. to yeah, show. Prepared. Like
0: at the beginning, during the pandemic, they, you know, we were so afraid to even like- uh, Exactly. Go for a walk outside. Yes. Like you couldn't text, you didn't text me, right? Yeah. You know, no. I didn't know where you no. live, but you knew where I live. Yes, you I knew where you live. You text me. I watched like, by your house. Can a- we go for a walk with masks on? Just so, like, it was like, yeah, you but don't that's even where do you, you, They were so afraid. With yeah, with
1: masks on because you're like- no, but so even instead, that we didn't like no, even didn't that,
2: that. No one did. No, no. Instead, I would walk by your building with my partner, and I'd say, "This is where so and so lives," and he'd say, "I've never met them." I'm like, "Yeah, they were pre-pandemic, so like you'll have to meet, <laughs> yeah, them, once, have to meet like, them once, like once it's a, safe in And the so new world." It's like it's so weird because like I walked by that building all the time, but it was just a walk with me and him. Like we didn't walk with anyone else. Mm-hmm. We once met up with Natalie Dean for a walk yeah. and like did like the. Philosopher's Walk next to the yeah, Royal yeah, yeah. Conservatory of Music, and um, it was you know it was weird because like even then I was standing six feet apart from her outside. Right? Yeah. Today I'm like back, back to normal, like Let yeah. me close to you. I mean, we're all I mean, distance it does here, seem but, weird like looking
1: back, that
2: it does. Was, that was your 2020 plan. I know it really lady. was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so you know, 2020 is a mess, and mm. uh, so in 2021 we said. This downtown is not the downtown that we moved, that we moved oh, here yeah. for. Like my wow. partner is from Oakville. Okay, so now the story is spoiled. Yeah. Um. And so when we started looking afield, he immediately <laughs> looked at the Halton That's a very region. Canadian
1: yeah, for sure. Term to use they, afield.
2: What, afield? Yes. <laughs> yeah,
0: for sure. Well, it's beautiful.
2: Yeah. Out and there. so um, he wanted to be in Oakville, and we started looking at houses there. But we were part of this mass exodus that came oh, out of yeah. Toronto, right? And like yes. so get
0: Trafalgar's too expensive. Yep. Yep. And then you're just continuing to go yep.
2: west. Yeah. And so this is the problem is that he grew up just off of Trafalgar. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they had a lovely home and um, his parents moved out to Woodstock. And I mean, even now, check into today, his mom sold her house in Woodstock on a golf course and traded her, you know, five bedroom house on a golf course for a two bedroom condo in Oakville. Wow! um, And now his brother has just sold his house and has also relocated to Oakville. So like, everyone's just kind of coming together. Right in the downtown area there. Yeah. 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 And um, it's it's a good downtown. It is. yeah. Yeah. And so, well, oh, sorry. Her condo's in Glen Abbey. Okay. Nice. Yep. And um, and uh and so the everyone's kind of congregating in various areas of, of Oakville. Um, and uh and so we started looking at Oakville and we put in an offer on this one house, which I wasn't too fond of because it had a pink basement. And I mean, I know you can change things, but I was just like, this is weird. It has a weird sink in the basement that needs to be removed, and the walls are pink. I don't know. Maybe I'm prissy, but um, (laughs) we found our house in Burlington, which is like right on the border of Oakville in this great neighborhood. And uh, we decided to move there and we we got it sight unseen. And I remember the owners of the house calling our real estate agent and saying, we've got your offer, your client's offer, but like we'd really like to insist that they come out and see the house in person before anything is signed because- we don't want them to get cold feet after they've come out to Burlington. Like if they're from Toronto and they've never been to Burlington. So we went out, we fell in love with the house and uh, we took it. And, and so now we're in Burlington, who knows for how long, um, but it's, it's nice. It's besides the, you know, Rush hour traffic, which has now returned, and the, at the height and of for the pandemic, yeah, it was extra golden. Yeah, it was golden. like was twenty good. minutes it if you are hit it's like the this right. This has been speed. the best decision. Yeah.
1: Wow, like, yeah, yeah. we really, we really lucked out here.
2: <laughs> and let me tell you, the first day that I realized it was not a good choice. Not, not saying it wasn't a good choice overall. Yeah, but traffic-wise, not a good choice. I had a meeting. It was like a full day. We're doing this documentary series, and we had like a development session. At the Sheridan on Queen Street all day, and uh, it's like going through. You know, we start at eight a.m. and it's like getting. You know, it's after lunch. We had this great lunch, and we're kind of like you could tell people were like pittering off a bit, and the the thinking like you're losing energy. Yeah. So I'm like, we can get out of here early. I can beat traffic. Right. I can get out of here right by two thirty p.m. I will beat traffic to Burlington. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. no. No,
1: honey. No, I you didn't
2: beat it. That's it not took a thing me anymore. from 245 until 4.30 30 yeah. to get from the Sheridan on Queen wow. Street next to City Hall. Yeah, that's terrible. Onto the Gardner. Shut. No. Up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It took me that long to get uh, down across wow. Adelaide, down Young. I was going down that's Bay perfect. at first, and Bay was such a traffic jam because at rush hour, it becomes a one lane road right. and you only public Eesh. transit and taxis can be on the right lane right. and so every person who's yeah. pouring out of the Terrible. financial towers right. yes. if they go down Bay, they're screwed and so I'm like, oh, I'm smart. I'll turn oh on Front Street and I'll go and I'll take Young. Right. No. It, no. Worst idea ever. Construction. Well, it's,
3: oh, yeah.
0: Construction well, the thing is, <laughs>
1: Everywhere, all it's the time. Bad. all non-smart. bad.
0: Yeah. It's the, all through bad. Through the center, through the core, trying yeah. to get self
2: It's terrible yeah it's impossible and like so then I ended up going all the way to Jarvis and then Jarvis was also under construction had to route around it was put put into one lane this girl does a U-turn from the other side of the street and tries cutting into my lane and everyone's like honking their horn and I'm like I want to be the nice person and let her in and someone like almost ran me off the road for doing it It's crazy, but you you know what the traffic is like. Yeah. So you're just like, sure, come on in. Like, I'm not going anywhere. And also at that point, you're going east to go west. Exactly. Which
3: is horrible.
2: So horrible. (laughs) Especially because you know that like the traffic's moving so slowly getting east that it's going to be going just as slowly west. So you're like, not just doubling your time, but like quadrupling it because of the rate of traffic. It's horrible. Knowing that effort,
0: we're that much more appreciative of you coming into the city
2: to do the podcast. No, it was my pleasure. It's I I mean, it's a beautiful studio that you guys have here. And I'm really loving everything that you do with Hover. So, um, yeah, thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for coming and to many more.
0: To many more. Thank you for tuning into this episode. You can find Andrew on social at LoveZ and visit canadiangeographic.ca.
1: Check out more episodes of Cast of Creators on YouTube, your favorite platform, or castofcreators.com.